And this episode of Patrick Hockey is brought to you by our good friends over at Clarou and Son Roofing. These guys have been in the business for 20 plus years. They're fully insured and they offer free estimates as well. I like to call these guys the kings of roofing. And trust me, I don't say it for nothing. These guys are the best, top notch. And remember, if you want your roof done, you call Clarou and Son at 519-819-4309. Don't talk! Woo! 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 And what is going on, everybody out there? All of you buttes and beauties. It's episode... 133 of hat trick hockey which is always brought to you by our good friends over at gl heritage the official beer of hat trick hockey if you like tristan's hoodie my shirt my hat smash link on the post will bring you right into the merch store to collect all of your sweet hth merch and here as always inside windsor laser cutting studio i will bring in my buddy my my line mate Tristan, inside barker builds What's up, dude? It feels like it's been a little bit since we talked. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a bit <laughs> since we've talked about the news in the hockey world, but uh, I'm happy to be back. And now we've got plenty to talk about uh, with the trade sure. deadline approaching, and we'll get into that later. But just the uh, amount of action that has been uh, occurring is yeah. startling. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Hey, you played some volleyball, didn't you, recently? Yes, sir. I did. Uh, this past this past weekend on Saturday, I had the opportunity to uh, be in a pay and play tournament, uh, cash prize, well as other prizes, and um, we were lucky enough to have a strong enough team to win the tournament. Nice. Uh, I was out in Leamington. Uh, it's pretty competitive, so uh, I'm pretty proud of our team and our ability to uh, face the adversity. And Sweet. And you said. It. You, and so what did you end up getting for the prizes uh so i've got like there was like uh like a hundred dollar cash prize back so but then your entry fee everyone paid 40 bucks for like the team so you get 60 is what your net gain then you get a 30 dollar <laughs> gift card to oven 360 and a pit pass to um a NASCAR place in Windsor, uh, one of the tracks. I, I can't think of the name of it right now, but looking forward to using that. And a uh, a dine-in or an option between a dine-in at Colasani's or a um, mini golf round there. But I'm, I'm probably going to go with the dine-in. But uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. It's uh, it's going to be fun. That's funny, man. Dude, it's been fucking... That ice storm was gnarly, eh? Holy smokes. Everyone listening is going to know about it. Oh, yeah, obviously. But, um, man, it seemed like we just heard trees crashing every 30 seconds. Like, boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I didn't know, like, what was going to happen. And we just had one ripped out uh, probably, like, a year or two ago. Cause it was rotted and I was kind of worried about it. Right. Obviously I don't want it to fall on the house, but so there's another one that was kind of next to it and it's near the house too. And, but it would be like right over my room and Zoe's room. Oh, okay. So like, if it came down, it's like, so hearing everything crash, I just said to her, you know what, let's just set everybody up in the basement. So we did a little family camp out <laughs> Nice. downstairs in the basement just in case a tree fell on the house yeah way, you know it's not going to come all the way to the basement you know so yeah yeah 
Yeah, so we put everybody down there. It was all right, but then we we lost power. So then we we didn't lose power until like we made it all the way through the night. Oh wow, lucky! So we we made it all the way through the night, and it probably was until like nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning when we lost power. And then we lost it, and it came on probably it was just before the Red Wings game. Okay, kind of perfect. So it was like right around seven. Okay, because yeah, our, they, they uh, played the Rangers. Ours went out the night before at seven. Oh, okay, and then we were out until the next day at four p.m. exactly. Yeah. Um, but funny enough, uh, not that it's funny. Obviously, people were put out of uh, power, but um with the transformers exploding and stuff one transformer exploded and i swore like i was in my car when i was driving and it like lit up the night sky and it looked like the bat signal it was so <laughs> funny i was just like hey look at that <laughs> That's, we uh we had i think there was a tree like down the street or something ended up falling on some lines and there was like there was a fire like legit fire i said to yeah stop. there was I'm like some i'm sure everybody on the street is calling but i'm like just in case like just call like 911 and let them know that like there's a fire and they were getting so many calls that we didn't even get through to them they called us back i was like whoa so yeah that was crazy man but i was just everywhere boom boom trees so Shout out to all those guys that were out working on the lines, the guys and gals and everybody who was out working on the lines and mm -hmm. getting us power again. And first got responders too. those guys were everywhere. So mm -hmm. I felt bad for those guys because they're walking, they're walking around and they're like looking everywhere and it's just bam, tree crash. There's trees crashing all around them. So I was like, fuck. Yeah, it was so, pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. I didn't like, so Ethan today, we, uh, we had to go to the school for a little like meeting for him or whatever. Okay. So he's doing good. Either like his reading is incredible, this and that. It's like he keeps telling us that his dad plays for the Oilers. Okay. So, but it's funny enough because when he goes to my games on Sunday, while well, our teams in the league are kind of after NHL teams. So my team's the Oilers. So it looks okay. like blue and with, like we have blue with the orange and, you know, so the wife just started laughing right away. She's like, oh, yeah, this is why. Like, so Ethan, always pumping my fucking tires. Yep. Ethan, boy. So what What a legend. <laughs> so, You're the new yeah, Zach so, Cassian. Yeah, he's so funny, man. So, all right, bro, should we hop into it first? Or should we go to HCH Bumps first? What do you think? Yeah, go with uh, talk about who's getting high praise this week from us. Oh, man. There's a lot of teams. There's five teams, actually. Let's hear it. So, first one, uh, South Point Stars U15 girls team. They went to Barrie. Uh, they played there. I guess there was teams from, like, all over the place. Teams were traveling, like, hours, hours, hours mm -hmm. and hours to go down there and play in this tournament. So, they ended up, they went down there. They won it. Huh. Won it all. So Good for you guys. Congrats to them. Another yeah. girls team as well. So two girls teams so far. We got the Windsor Wildcats U15. They played in the um, 41st annual Walter Gretzky tournament. That's in Brantford, their hometown. They went down there. They want it all, too. So That's awesome. Yeah, it's hap I'm happy to hear that. Like girls hockey is girls really hockey is booming right now. Like doing awesome, and we love to see 
teams like this you know what i mean that yeah it grows the game representing our area and stuff like that and my buddy too chad mayran i believe is on their bench there too so chad's a beauty so shout out to chad congrats everybody there uh the eerie storm gold u18 played in the oak ridge classy tournament they uh ended up winning it in the gold medal game in ot they won it in overtime so best way to win it yeah so their coaching staff too my boy adam mr grondon capstick hixie so those guys i've played hockey and everything with all those beauties cappy lives down the street from my like mom and dad so congrats to that group the boys are a bunch of beauties too so i'm I'm sure i'm sure they have fun Um, oh yeah then we have the essex ravens blue u9 they played in the riverside tournament not too long ago they came in second place so a finals appearance there props to them so awesome to see the essex teams doing good too Last and certainly not niece, or certainly not niece, duck and dash one already. Certainly not least, I should say, the Riverside Golden Stars, Adam U11. So these beauties played in the hospice tournament, and uh, they won it. (laughs) They went on to win it. They also, I think it was a week, I don't know if it was a couple weeks after, a couple weeks prior, they played in the family's first one that was held at uh, WFCU. They got second place in that one, so... Those guys in the past few weeks have a first and a second place finish, if wow. I'm understanding that correctly. How how long have they been a team? Golden Adam, Stars. Adam, uh, well, my buddy Ryan Prale and his dad, Mark, I believe help out with that team. So I play hockey with those guys. They're fairly and, new though, right? Yeah, that like club? Adam, okay. yeah, you're only, like I said, you're only 11 and under. But they, but Ryan tries to go up because his um, son plays Jack. I believe his name. Sorry if I got it wrong. I'm I'm almost positive that's his name. So, but he plays. So Ryan like freaking coaches him all the way up. So, and I they are always telling me stuff about that team. So he they've had him from like here up. It's pretty much almost the same group. So congrats, wow. man. And that's a yeah. big tourney. Oh yeah, it is. And that, that hospice tournament. So big shout out to those guys. That I'm happy to see hockey in Essex County is buzzing. Heck yeah. So anybody too, I'm going to make a little thing there with the like photos and a post and I'm going to do all that. And I'm going to put it on our Instagram and I'm going to put it on our Facebook and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just have to make the post. So, but it will go down. We'll stay local here for a little bit when it comes to the hockey world, Tristan, our 73s. Okay. So we're, 73s. we're heating back up a little bit. So last week oh, at yeah. home, last week at home, we had a nail biter against Amherstburg. Amherstburg. It was, it was a tight, hard hitting game. Um, Amherstburg tied it late. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, oh boys, we're in. We were in one here, and then we got Mr. Crickshank from the point. So yeah, it was a power play. Yeah, we got a power play going into OT, uh, which was very fortuitous, and they were able to cap it off with. A clapper. Yeah. Through Locked a screen. The blue line. Beauty, beauty play. I was, Oh, yeah. I had, Halsey was in yeah. front. I had the perfect the view. Way. I had the perfect view. He shot it right through perfectly. Right in. It was fucking game over. It was nice to see the boys all fired up, piling off the bench, too. Because, oh, yeah. Uh, they were. That was that was a big win. Uh, yeah. And then they went on the road and proceeded to throw up two big ones on the board. 
yeah. a double digit game. Yeah. I believe it is the 73's first of the season. And to cap it off, it was a team record breaking 10th shutout on the season. Yes. How crazy is that? Want, 10 yeah. shutouts on the season yeah. for the Essex 73's. No one has done that. No team has done that in Essex 73's history. Boom, right before your eyes. <laughs> Incredible talent on this team. Adrian McBride, Kevin McCabe, two yeah. stellar goaltenders. And it only gets, it only stays just as good from there. The decor, the forwards, the coaching, the management, everything about that team from top to bottom is class and talent. Yeah. And that's all you need to win championships. We're getting into the playoffs here, boys. We yeah. got one more game. Good time, good time. Good time to heat back up, fellas. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they that that was a big. Uh, and I believe you said Connor McCracken, two goals, three assists, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, was it a four point or a five point game for Isaac Lagood? It was a five point game. He had one and four. Right on, and Liam Hall with a hat trick and an assist. Aussie baby. Let's go, Liam. Yeah, what a legend. He finally it's good to see him finally heating up. Yeah. I know he was on a bit of a little bit of a snake bite in the center of the season there, but nah. he's he's rolling. Ethan Hamlin too, he's getting in, finding his form back. Threes are getting more healthy. You know, this, Fields he's this, back. This one seemed like it was a nice all around effort. Like there was lots of goal scorers. There was, you know what I mean? There was the assist side of it was like full, dude. So oh, the boys are snapping it around. It's a uh very much a team win, and a, I kind of like those no-mercy wins, you know? When, Just go out there and fuck when, it. When it seems like every shot goes in, and I, I think that's good. I know, obviously, you don't want to become too cocky or damage other teams' like morale too much with really trouncing them, like if you know they're better than them. But sometimes you need that for confidence. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it did. The 73 is good, and I think, I think it's the right amount of confidence they need to come in and hopefully uh put a beat down on lakeshore as much as we yeah. uh, love the guys over there we're <laughs> ultimately essex fans so but it should be a good game because it always is between those two clubs so mm-hmm. looking forward to that and i'm at work so that's just gonna piss me off even more. don't worry i'll i'll be there recording everybody go out check my send my me page. highlights bro oh for sure i will <laughs> i will send i only uh unfortunately last game i only got i think i only got one goal so i was like my I didn't do the highlights because it was, um, but I, I did send that uh, one player the um, clip of the goal. So, what did he say? Thanks. It was uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, was it that Dragasevic? That was the game against Amherstburg, right? Yeah, he was scored. It the one where he, he scored snapped like a, it right up under the crossbar. It was yeah, it was a tap yeah. in, but he like elevated it, scooped it like right into the bar. Yeah, but yeah, that was a nice one. <laughs> nice shot but um dude trades 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 where do trades. we start so we Our, already have we already spoken about the o'reilly trade i think we have but didn't we last week either way listen Leafs fans i know i trolled you online whatever about fucking getting knocked out in the first round but here let me break this down when it comes to that trade the ryan o'reilly you're getting a face-off guy. You're getting a you're you're getting a Swiss Army knife. He can go on the power play. He can be out on the penalty kill. He'll block shots. He'll get into those dirty areas. You know what I mean? He's he's an amazing player for that. Jeez. Yes, 
And He's fitting in well, too. Achari, too, is going to add a little bit of physicality. So in his first three games with the team, he had over, he had like 14 hits. No, Noel Achari has He's a consistently truck. been okay. So and he, he he and he likes to he likes to hit, and, and he can score goals needed. too. Yes, but the least goals lack that a bit. They lack that a little bit. Yeah, they, they're like you know what I mean. Finish your hits. I like that physical hockey, and the reason I still don't like, I still feel like they need to make a move on the blue line. They need to address the the, the fucking blue line. We'll see. Uh, Chikrin's still looming in the air, though that looks more like more and more like LA every day. But, um, I will say this Ryan O'Reilly is like a perfect fit for that team. Oh, yeah. I believe, well, he had correct me if I'm wrong, he had a hat trick in his second game with the team okay. against his former team, Buffalo. Right, yeah, former, yeah. former team. Sorry, for a second, I was like so tripping, I was like, uh, but yeah, no, he, he, he's tripping, he was he, like, oh, it was right. Yeah, I know. You're, you're right because I, I remember that was the year uh, the year they traded him was the year that Buffalo was just outside the playoffs yeah. and they completely tanked to try and get McDavid. I remember it. And then they lost the lottery and got stuck with Eichel, who no longer with him, but asset management. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I think they did great with their asset management. Look at who they got back. Alex Tuck. Guy's disgusting. Look at yeah. who they bought. There's good trivia. So oh Ryan O'Reilly, when he got traded, that's one of the best win-win trades, I think, in the past 10 years. Blues go on, win a Stanley Cup. Guess who else was a minor piece coming back in that trade, as opposed to the first-round pick? Fire away. Tage Thompson. Oh, okay, boom. Yeah. Look okay, at him boom. Right what do you mean, look, okay? Look at him right Guys in the Hart Trophy race, for crying out loud. <laughs> it's okay, bang. He's insane. <laughs> Like the guys, he's got like seventy six oh, points in fifty something games. He's he's gross. I taught him that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a six foot seven forward, and he's like, I learned yeah. everything from Ant. Right here, kid. The Not goal scoring, man. the finesse, everything. He's fucking him shooting on one leg. Oh, on his back end, it's probably harder than my slap shot. So. His his stick handling is crazy too. Yeah. For how large he is, yeah, he didn't learn. Man, shit. I hope, <laughs> I hope Elmer Soto Bloom on the wings becomes him one day. But that's that's a tall task. We'll see. Give him we'll some see. time. Yeah, those time. big guys take time, right? Tage mm-hmm. Thompson. This is the first year he's over a point per game, and he's mm-hmm. like killing it. Bro, you want to know what I'm gonna do here, Tristan? All right, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna cut you free. Go nuts on on these trades because i okay, know okay well i know I'm you just got go the list here just fucking just do your thing buddy all right so nikita zaitsev he gets dished out of ottawa along with a second round pick which is basically like hey if you take on this contract we'll give you a sweetener second round pick and a fourth round pick for the most elite player in the league future considerations Come guy on. seems to get moved everywhere <laughs> but anyway uh, but i i really feel that the chicago trade uh is a wise move you know mm-hmm. they're not good they're tanking and hey if you can sneak in those picks weaponize your your cap space eisman did that a few years ago same thing here it's textbook you know mm-hmm. and uh ottawa curious they did this uh they haven't made any large move since then 
but I believe they could be poised to because that's freeing up a lot of dead cap, right? Because mm-hmm. Zaitsev, he's not good. He's bottom pair scratched half the time. Now they got some room to work with that blue line if they want or if they want to acquire a goal scorer. We'll see what Ottawa does. They're just outside the playoffs right now. They're in that crazy playoff race in the East, which is it's basically right now it's for the final two wildcard. The top three in each division is set. It's just those mm-hmm. last two wild cards. It's like Wings, Islanders, Panthers, Penguins, and Senators. Those five teams are all just trying for the two spots. Could you see possibly down the road, crazy question, but could you see possibly down the road a Eric Carlson and a Ottawa Senators reunion? I believe it is possible. I just really think... I don't know, Eric Carlson, it's it's really hard this year to be the year to trade for him. Obviously, he's playing very well, mm-hmm. which doesn't help that trade because <laughs> bef- before it would have been easy to get him because he has such a bad salary cap, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of teams, like his cap hit is like, it's 11, like 11 million, million right this yeah, year. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's really hard for a team to maneuver that. That's when he wasn't good. Now you have to pay for a large contract like that. Even if they were chain half, it's five and a half million. Now you're paying more for that player who's going to harm you in the future. Like that, that contract lasts till like 2027. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's pretty rough. Yeah. You might get one good year. Carlson's playing good this year, but who's to say that's like sustainable. It's not, he's Mm -hmm. getting, he's not getting younger. Like I just really think, it's going to be a dumb move by a team. And I think San Jose is going to, they're going to uh, like win that situation. Um, but they're going to have they're, to eat some of that contract though. But they're not going to be good anytime soon. So that contract, by the time it expires, they're going to be starting on their upswing. Probably. Uh, they're, they got some good prospects. Uh, they just acquired some more prospects in a trade. We'll talk about a little bit down the road, but uh, moving along. Uh, do you have any further thoughts on that trade? Oh, man, I think you hit everything just fine. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, finally, we have a three-way trade. Uh-oh. This, uh, these are always fun to try and <laughs> pick about. But, um, so it's between Boston, Washington, and Minnesota. So, Minnesota. I love Minnesota. Eh? Oh, <laughs> I'm just... No, you know... We're going to go catch some musky. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so Boston, they get the big pieces out of this. They get Dmitry Orlov Ooh. and Garnet Hathaway. Garn. He's Uncle good. Garney. Garn, listen, <laughs> Garn is good. He's a fourth, third line guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to grind. He's like a Chari, same kind of player. Grinder, grinder, grinder. Shit, that guy, oh, too. yeah. Penalty kill. He's he'll the kind of guy too, who's like, he gets a shot. Like he'll take a shot in the face and be like, eat it. He's for like breakfast. the Terminator. <laughs> but um, uh, out of this, Washington, uh, gets Craig Smith. So a little bit of cap dumping there, uh, to make the cap work. Uh, Andre Svetlakov, uh, German AHL player. I don't think there's any really future there. I think it's more a roster space mm. deal 2023 first round pick 
2024 third round pick, and they retain 50% on the Orlov contract. Now, also, Minnesota acts as a bit of a broker in there, uh, and they collect a fourth or fifth round pick uh, in this year's draft uh, for retaining a further 25% of okay. that Orlov cap hit. That's what I was just going to say because they're yep. going to probably take on cash. Uh, I really like this trade for Boston. They're already a wagon. They just got stronger on the blue line. Their bottom six got better. Uh, with Hathaway in there, it probably pushes out Thomas Noshek. Uh, shout out former Red Wing. But um, I don't think he really fits in there. Hathaway can really play. He's mainly a winger, but he could play all three forward positions, which is nice mm-hmm. for Boston to have. Uh, yeah, and it adds to their bottom six. And they're middle pairing D-man uh, now is Dmitry Orlov or top pair. You can play with, you know, it'll be like that kind of two-way D-man to play with like the offensive dynamo that Charlie McAvoy is. Mm-hmm. So, and also another thing, I will add this on right now just to <laughs> the Boston talking about how much of a wagon they are. Linus Ulmark yes. scored. How crazy is that? As if everything's fucking not going right for Boston, as it is. Like, you know I mean, everything is aligning. What I want to ask you is, do you think they break the single season win record of the Red Wings that was, what, 62 wins or something? I don't think so. You don't I, I don't want them to. I don't want this to well, be the team. Because we're Wings fans, that's why. But do you think they have this. a legitimate shot? I'll say this. This team is more, I really feel it's more a systems thing than a is there... talent thing. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. Boston is very, very talented, but I also think their coach should win coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, this Boston team, yeah, they're always good, but they're not this good. Like, yeah. come on. They're like, if you look at that roster, are you going <laughs> to say, oh, yeah, that's a team that's better than the o- or 96 wings? Mm-hmm. No. They've got a great top six, a good goalie by all respects, but all of a sudden – like, Olmark never in his career had higher than, like, a 915 save percentage, which is good. It's like a starter's number. He's okay. Mm-hmm. He's on Buffalo, mind you, but still. Now, all of a sudden, he's got, like, a 940, and we're almost done the season. Like, that's cracked. That tells you how good the coaching system and the defense, penalty kill, power play, everything for them has been clicking right. And did you see how far he shot that puck? Yeah, he, he came out pretty far too. No, he but came he out sh- to like the bottom of the circle. No, but yeah, but still though, he shot it from his end, bottom of the circle, his end. He shot it, it landed at almost the hash marks. Oh yeah. At the other end. I can't even fucking shoot it that far, a wrist shot. Are you kidding me? And he just did it. Remember, speaking of guys in net doing crazy shit, who played the night for the Flames we when we were at the Wings game? Remember we were watching a goalie take slap shots? It was Markstrom. He didn't yeah. play, but it was Markstrom. Was it? Remember yeah. that shit? I'm like, look at that. He can reel yeah. it. <laughs> he could. This guy was, was literally taking a slap shot with his goalie stick. Yeah, and he was putting it hard too. Like, like, he had a couple like off, off the, the glass. Part. Yeah, like off the glass and shit. Like it was nuts. And then I just wanted. I don't know why. Just random thing. I threw that in there. Anyway, just, we were talking along, goalies. Moving along yeah. with the yeah, trades. Go ahead. Uh, Boston <laughs> makes another move. Bit of a different move i want to say colorado's trying to add depth here down the goaltending but uh they get keith kincaid mm-hmm. uh, in exchange for semi-young player uh former top rounds pick i want to see was a second round pick shane bowers so shane bowers heads over to boston probably just slots right into their ahl top six and his depth for the playoffs mm-hmm. and 
same thing for goaltending. Uh, obviously, Boston's confident with their tandem that we just mentioned of Ulmark and Swayman. Mm-hmm. And uh, they send Kincaid over to the Avalanche, who have right now Alexander Georgiev and Pablo Francis, both of which are kind of prone to injury. So mm-hmm. I think it's a smart move here by uh, Colorado. Was Kincaid, was he a former Red Wing? No. Okay. Uh, no, I'll check that. But no, I believe he was just a ranger. Okay. I just thought it, I thought it sounded familiar. That's why I was I was wondering. Dude, yeah, I, I know. I can't believe how many trades though. Like you're not even through them all, and there's still some big ones on the board here. Still, oh, that oh, we haven't there's even there's about. some very big ones, which we're we're coming up on them. Patience, my friend. Patience. See, this is this is where we need Drew on with us. So. <laughs> here's here's one that I like for the Canucks, uh, and I don't know why more teams didn't jump on this. Mm-hmm. So the Rangers acquire William Lockwood, who's decent top nine ish potential player, might get there, might not, who knows? And a seventh round pick, that's it, going to the Rangers in exchange for their former first round pick, Vitali Kravstov. Yeah. Now, I don't know what's going through the Rangers' head, but there's a serious problem here with the New York Rangers and developing prospects. Think about how many first-round picks they've had who look like... <clears throat> Lafreniere, he's not, he's not a first-overall pick quality. Sorry, Rangers fans. Capocaco, Capo I have more confidence in. I think he has the tools to get there. It's just mm-hmm. a coaching problem. Uh, who's the other guy? The guy who threw a silver medal. They shipped him out. Uh, Leosh Anderson. Yeah. Or like fourth overall pick. (laughs) Ganya. But it's just like, and now Kravstov, who was like a a middling pick in that round. It was like, what are you doing wrong? (laughs) You have these talented players and you can't do squat with them. Like, if you really look at it, the only drafted players on the Rangers team right now, Keandre Miller, who we'll speak about, Shosturkin, mm-hmm. and those first-round picks who are playing in their middle six. I don't know. They, they're good with their trades usually, but this one puts a little question mark. I really think Vancouver wins this trade. Uh, they, they've got a good amount of Russian prospects over there, which I kind of like. <laughs> uh, they've, they've got Kravstov, and now they have, uh, in addition, they drafted, oh, what was his name, a couple years ago. Oh, Dude, you're Pod asking me about Vasily, <laughs> Vasily Podkolzin, Vasily Podkolzin. But, um, <laughs> You're asking me about names. Do you think I'm going to come up with that one? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So the next trade, yeah, uh, smart move here, I think, by the Jets, adding some scoring to their lineup in exchange for a second-round pick going to Nashville. The Winnipeg Jets acquire Nino Niederreiter. Yeah, I've seen that one. Nino, Nino, Nino. Uh, he is good. Uh, a couple years ago when the Wings were in the division against Carolina, he torched Detroit a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's got a good wrist shot. Uh, he's really good in tight spaces. He reminds me a lot of Bertuzzi on Detroit. Same thing, like really tight into the net. He'll get greasy tips. He'll bang it in. He's also got a good shot and good talent when he shows flashes. But um, 
I, what do you think of this trade? I, I think it's a smart move by both teams. Uh, Nashville kind of looks like they're taking mm. the foot off the gas pedal and putting on the brakes a bit and trying to go and do a retool or a rebuild. Uh, what do you think? I like Nino. I love I love that move. Like you were saying the same thing. He's going to go in. He gets to those gritty areas. He's grinding along the boards. He's one of those. I Would you call him a heart and soul guy? Yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. many ways, I'd say so. So I, I like the move. Dude, there was so many trades. I couldn't even. It seemed like every time I looked online, there was another freaking trade coming through. It was ridiculous, dude. Uh, this is quite the year. The market is high. And we're not even at the deadline. No. We're almost there, though. Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Friday mm-hmm. at 3. Yeah, I'll be watching that before I go to work. I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but the big fish. Well, that's, we're getting there. All right, listen. <laughs> well, hold Tristan's up. Fucking, Tristan's fucking. Like, Tristan's like shaking his gloves at me right now, I think. Right? <laughs> anyway. This is the trade that boils my blood because I wanted this guy. I was oh, banging the oh, table man. for him. Yeah. The Dallas Stars acquire Yevgeny Dadanov from Montreal in exchange for the legendary hardest shot ever recorded, Denis Garyanov. Now, here's my problem with this trade. Everything is wrong about it, and that's all I'll leave it mm-hmm. because one has a lot of potential, and is utilized poorly, yeah, he might not be the greatest defensively. The other is just old and has some playoff experience, but I, he's hasn't been that great. Like, uh, Evgeny Dadunov, here, I'm going to read you his stats this year. Hmm. Three goals, 14 assists in 50 games played, and he is currently 33. You have a player who could double that production if you used him right in Denis Gurionov. Instead, they're like, nope, we're going to help Montreal become the greatest rebuilders in the league. Here you go. Here's a free 25-year-old with 40-goal potential. Okay. That's my opinion. I know a lot of people don't see that in Gurionov. Listen, I watch Dallas any free chance I get. The guy's talented out the wazoo, okay? And Hardy's going to be all over him, too. No. Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Marty St. Louis, if there's anyone who could turn him into the goal scorer he is, it's, be it's Martin St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 100% on that one. Now, we can kind of get into the big trade. So, everybody, it's Timo time. Yeah. We finally get the Timo Meyer Hart Trophy candidate last year trade. The young, I believe he's 26-year-old forward, pending RFA. He gets sent to the Devils and the New Jersey Devils. I think they come away as the clear winners in this. They gave up none of their top prospects, who I would say are Luke Hughes, Alex Holt, and probably Seamus Casey. They give away a lot of defensive prospects, which is interesting. Maybe they keep Severson after this. Who knows? But, um, I'll read the whole thing. It's there's a lot of uh, roster players like moved around too, who I won't speak on that much because they're kind of like AHL. So San Jose, uh, or I'll start with the Devils. The Devils acquire Timo Meyer, Scott Harrington, uh, Timur Ibrahimov. <laughs> there we go. Santeri Hataka, Zachary Imond, 
and a 2024 fifth round pick in exchange for 50% of Myers' salary retained by the Sharks. Andreas Janssen, who's solid. He's a good roster player, former Leaf. A lot of Leafs fans will remember Janssen. Oh, yeah, he scored a couple of play, playoff goals. Janssen, he's a third-line guy. <laughs> the Sharks might play him in their top six. Who knows? Maybe they could turn his career around. I think he's late 20s now, 28. Um, Fabian Zetterland. Very good young forward. Uh, I, I I think that's that's probably the best piece they acquired in this. I think, although there's a couple of guys with they got funky names coming up. So, oh shit. Uh, so Shakir Mahakmadulin. <laughs> that's his name, Shakir Mahakmadulin. Dude, dude, uh, I'm not I'm not laughing at his name. I was just laughing at if it was me trying to read the fucking names of this trade. Oh, so he's God. a large defenseman. Uh. Really, really good potential. I think he's got clear top four potential, especially on the Sharks team. Uh, he could slide into the lineup and maybe as soon as next year. We'll see. Uh, Nikita Ohotyuk. Ohotyuk. There we go. Nikita Ohotyuk. Uh, another defenseman. A 2023 conditional first round pick. So the condition on this is if they make it to the the devils that is if the devils make it to the conference finals either this year or next year it turns into a first otherwise it, it becomes a second uh and then there's a 2024 conditional second round pick which i believe also has the same conditions which is odd so it's like inverted um and then a 2024 seventh that's not that much they didn't give away any prime pieces i thought alex holtz was going to be in this mm-hmm. alex they keep alex holtz it's w man they're in like the devils are going to be good now i understand yeah. no playoff experience playoff experience they're going to stack up against someone who probably has a bit more experience maybe the pens whoever gets that number one wild card spot is going to have to play them and it's we'll see i i, I just am really like i'm more and more confident day by day. I still don't like the goaltending. Goaltending has limited playoff yeah. experience. But, boy, does their forward core look disgusting. And I'll tell you this. Meyer has a qualifying offer of $10 million. But if the Devils can get a deal done, and under that time, and just extend him for, like, extend him for any amount of time, oh, my gosh. They just swindled the San Jose Sharks with that. Give what do you him a think? bridge deal. Give, give him a bridge deal. See what happens. Yeah, but the problem is the bridge deal, this is his last year as an RFA. Oh, okay. So that brings him to UFA status. So you want to get him seven or eight years, eight, eight and a half to nine and a half million. He's a he's a prime winger. Like yeah. top, Any, top. Anytime you add a guy like Meyer to your lineup is a nice shot in the arm. Let's put it that way, right? gosh it's like um, taking steroids in a boxing yeah, competition like yeah. is he is the real deal like we're saying he's he's just gonna get you goals that's that's what his job he's a thundering power yeah. forward too yeah. he can hit and, he can hit yeah oh yeah but he's got a I mean. wiring a one time he's gonna add physicality he's gonna help him on the power play he's gonna you know what i mean so this he's, is he big. goes directly into that top line yeah, exactly this is big oh 100 he goes right next to jack hughes and right next to Jesper Bratt, and yeah. all of a sudden, oh, look at that. They're the 
third best line in the league. Yeah, like, you think you think those guys are going to do some thumping or what? So you, those guys are. Whoo. Jack Hughes can stay healthy. I understand he's like he's a slim guy. Like he's pretty undersized. Look at but... their power play line if they throw out a power play line. Gosh, it's going to have Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. You got sure. Timo Meyer on his one timer side. You've got Jack Hughes obviously taking the face offs and he's the down low man. The high guy is Jesper Bratt. And then who's your right winger? He could be a shooter or a passer. Um oh Nico Hischier. Yeah. Bam. There you go. Thirty. Anyway. Be excited, New Jersey. Be oh excited. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know many Devils fans, uh, but I was hoping the wings would somehow land land a guy like that, but we'll see what Eiserman does. We're not uh, too too sexy right now until we, you know, we're starting to get it. We're like that, uh, you know, it's like midnight and you're like looking around the bar. You're kind of starting to scope things out. That's kind of what we're like right now. We're not quite two a.m., but we're about midnight. <laughs> Fair, but um, Fair. along that same vein of how <laughs> how the market is right now, uh. Tampa Bay and Nashville. Now, we've seen Tampa do this in the past, but, oh, boy, does this one look silly. So, Tampa Bay, there was rumors always, started a couple weeks back, Tanner Janot might be on the move. Okay, he's solid. He was in the Calder race last year. He can hit. He's a real gritty player. He leads the league in hits. Like, he led the league in the hits last year, and he's top of the league this year. Like Just nail gun. Yeah, exactly. But... You want to talk about an overpayment. Now, we've seen this. They got Brandon Hagel. Yeah, I know he's great. They did the same thing for Blake Coleman. They won the Stanley Cup with him. But this guy has nearly the not nearly the same production. Mm-hmm. And they overpaid. Listen to this. Tampa Bay acquires Tanner Janot. Okay, that's it. Just Tanner Janot. In exchange, they send Nashville. Cal Foote. 2025 top 10 protected first round pick. 2024 second round pick, 2023 third round pick, 2023 fourth round pick, 2023 fifth round pick. They fork away five picks in the next three drafts, and now for the next three drafts, no first round pick for Tampa. And they only have one second round pick. Good, it's our time to shine. (laughs) Uh, Tampa is really, like, putting themselves in a hole for the future. Yeah. Especially when Stamco's contract is up and they're not – ready for it he says i think i think they're in a win now oh yeah but is this really the guy who knows i'll never question them because they've done in the past but this one just looks silly to me i'm sorry but you know i think you know for cal foot in a third makes more sense yeah i was just like him like cal foot's good cal foot's a good defenseman he's son of adam foot Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a good D-man. He's like six foot four, big kid. He can hit. Plays on the right side, right shot. D-men are hard to come by. Like, for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You got anything else to say on that trade? No, man. I think we covered her. All right, and then I'll I'll, I'll bring it back a bit. I skipped over some trades because I know you were like. Scratching an itch to get to the Meyer trade. But, <laughs> no, uh, man, that's just because I haven't shaved in a while, so my beard's all fucking itchy. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, a good trade here. I like what it is. Uh, this one, I think, is probably the most equal in value of the ones I mentioned today next to the right, Nita Rider trade. Uh, Vegas and St. Louis made a trade. Uh, Vegas acquired Ivan Barbashev, mm-hmm. uh, and they sent over a young, good prospect 
Uh, Zach Dean, Zachary Dean, uh, played on Team Canada last year, I believe. Uh, really good player. Top six potential. He could play center or the wing. Uh, and Barbashev, you know, a really thick, meaty centerman who can slot into the second or third line on Vegas. I think it's a win-win. Yeah. Uh, it really does seem it, it'll be interesting to see where St. Louis goes with this trade deadline because of the fact they're clearly sellers. Uh, they're like, mm, I've been hope. Bre- Craig Berube, you hear what he said? Yeah. He said, our stars, they play like they don't care. Our best players haven't been our best players. Like, it's like they don't care about the team. And it's, Do you think they're just going to dump at the fucking deadline? We'll see how much they dump. I'll take one Jordan Cairo, please. Yeah. But, uh, Ship I ship him right, right I, over to Detroit. Uh, but I don't think he's locked up long term. I think he's one of their future. Same with Robert Thomas, but mm-hmm. who knows? Never doubt Stevie. He's yeah. lurking in the shadows, as as Ant said. Excellent. He's like Mr. Burns right Excellent. now. Oh, yeah, Mr. You know, Burns. Fucking Simpson. Mr. Burns right now. That's Stevie right now, just lurking in the weeds. I'll never, I'll never forget. There's an episode. Here's a little comedy for everyone who's listening. There's an episode of The Simpsons where. Homer sneaks into Mr. Burns' office and uh, he's looking through his drawer because Burns took away his donuts. Oh. And he's like, Ooh, a donut. And he, and he starts eating it. <laughs> and, and then, and then uh, Mr. Burns walks in and he's like, what? Who the hell are you? And you know, Homer has those little thought blurbs, right? Yeah. And he's like, okay, Homer, don't panic. Just think of something <laughs> smart and you'll get out of this situation. And he goes, my name is Mr. Burns. <laughs> so, it was so be, funny, man. You've been doing Just, his I, fucking I love Homer the voice. What yeah. the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, That's how you know you watch a lot of Simpsons and you can fucking talk like Homer. Oh, I, I do lots of voice impressions. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, I, I just find that that's a little little comedy. I, I like it's lighthearted on here. Uh, all our fans that's understand funny. that. But um, yeah, I, I really like Zach Dean. Do you? What do you think about the Vegas St. Louis trade there? Little prospect for player. Uncle Good Barbie. Uncle Barbie going over to freaking Vegas or no? Yeah, Bar- yeah. Oh yeah. I, like you said, he's a, he's a big body, right? Mm-hmm. Tom, you park your ass right out front of the net, and you cause chaos, and you let guys like Eichel and Kessel, and you let just let those guys rip it around. Bill. Yeah, Uncle Phil and his hot dog water. Captain Glizzy. Yeah, just fucking give her, man. Just like I said, get that big body out front of the net, bang home pucks, be physical. And uh, I like the trade for Vegas. Last one to speak on here. uh, Avalanche bring in a guy who they're trying to run it back. A guy who won the cup with them last year. Uh, They bring in Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. He's coming. They send to Chicago. They just send an AHL player, Andreas England, mm. uh, and they get back Jack Double J, man. Like he's, mm. hey, they're trying to run it back. You think he's fucking going like, oh no, though, going back there knowing what's in store, <laughs> like and what's going on in Chicago right now. Like Kane's, let's face it, Kane's on the way out. Who's going? Oh no, Johnson. Johnson went to oh, wait, Colorado. Oh, wait, oh, yeah, sorry, to Colorado. Okay, yeah. I got that mixed yeah, up. Yeah. I see, I have that on my notes too, to Colorado. Okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, no, he didn't. Okay, so he's going, woohoo, it's the other yeah. way. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> he got he got okay. pulled from the black hole. Fuck, but dash, dash one, Aaron, get it together. Oh, no, it's all good. So that's that's <laughs> that's it for trades. Not too many. Yeah, just a couple. 
but we'll see. Trade deadline. We're gonna have a to do the a trade deadline. Already happened. Yeah, the anticipation to... was the anticipation was crazy. It took forever yeah. for that yeah. Meyer trade to come out. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, Elliot Freeman's like, Timo Meyer has been traded. The it's one like that... four hours later, and we're like, for what? The one that needs to just happen is, is fucking Chikrin. Just happen. Just let's get this over with here, okay? Arizona's being real wimps about it. Like, they are convinced they're going to get more than they should. They're like, oh, we're going to hold off. Like, it seemed like a week and a half ago it was Chikrin to L.A. was for sure. It just Mm. had to be nailed down who the players were. Now, all of a sudden, oh, Chikrin's back, back on the roster spot now. And it's like, hmm. We'll, well see. I think it, Arizona's really asking for an overpayment, but what what those guys were doing to him is fucking stupid. They had him. They were fucking scratching him, putting him up in the booth because there was possible to, to let the guy play. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They don't want the asset getting hurt and his trade value tanks. Yeah, but it was like almost two weeks he wasn't in the lineup. I know. It's fucking dumb. It doesn't make sense. You want to keep hockey in Arizona and this and that, but then you're not playing one of your best players. And then now you, their best. Now there's been trade talks, trade talks, trade talks. So it seems like fucking six years. My beard's going fucking gray. It's been going on for so long. Just get something done here so the guy can move on with his life and play hockey instead of being involved it's... in trade. The worst part about it is he knows he's on the way out. He just doesn't know where. You, you and I seem to think he's going to Los Angeles, right? That's what the rest of the world thinks too. Yeah. It, it was, we'll see. I, I they didn't want to give up uh, Brant Clark. Uh, I think any trade that gets done there, like I said before, it's Alex Turcock gets put in there. Um, maybe another forward guy like Arthur Kaliev, uh-huh. uh, and a first round pick. Uh, I think that should get it through. But then again, Arizona's asking for two firsts plus a good prospect, and it's like, come on, like. Guy's a good D man, but he's not like the D man. Mm-hmm. He's not Eric Carlson this year, who you're probably gonna have to yeah. pay at least that yeah. for a dumb salary cap. Like, mm-hmm. there's a, I think there's some really stupid trades coming up where it's gonna be a clear like the people's eyebrow. Yeah, you're <laughs> gonna uh, see some guys in some different jerseys. Let's put it that way. Yeah, exactly. I, well, I like that though. Mix it up. As we mentioned earlier, as I was talking about drafted players to the New York Rangers, mm-hmm. seems one of them has a hard time keeping the fluids in his body. Talk about, Ant, what you feel about uh, Keandre Miller taking a nice spit right on someone's face in the middle of a game. What a fucking bonehead move. And let me tell you something right now. If somebody ever spit in my face in hockey like that, I'd punch your teeth right down your fucking throat. If someone did that to me, I don't care who you are. If you whoop my ass, I don't care. I'm going to land one and you're going to fucking know that I landed one. If you, uh, spit. There you go, if you spit on me, that is a fight on site without question. Yeah. And guess what? The refs got right in there. He waited till the refs were in front of him and he goes without question. And to me, if I'm a fucking linesman and oh, they're, they're scrumming over there a little bit. I would leave that one and I would go over there and I would fucking uh, oh, get his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah so, go, oh, something's happening over there. It's gonna happen. Somebody he's gonna he's gonna answer the bell to me. Disgusting the league. You better throw the fucking book at him. Set presence now for shit like this. Yeah, You're not taking this shit to me. You should be getting, and I know everybody's gonna say, Oh, da, da, that's too much. Da, da, anything like that. You're getting 10 games. Bye. To me, that's as bad as leaving the bench to start a fight. 
And I would rather, I would think you should get less for leaving the bench to start a fight than you do spitting in someone's face. Oh, it's stupidity. Personally. And to me, you should get your face punched in, but yeah, well, you know what? Someone will imagine if he did that to like Tom Wilson, he wouldn't have the balls. Woof. (laughs) Who did he spit on? They were playing LA, right? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I haven't seen the clip yet. I'm I'm go- I'm going to watch it. One sec. Uh, yeah, it was that. LA. It was not Dano. It was someone he got right in the face. Oh, I would, thought it was a oh, forward. I would. Oh no! It was Drew Doughty. It was Drew Doughty. Yeah, like, that's how right. Did, like uh, how? Especially if it being Drew Doughty, how does nobody just go in there or one punch with your glove on? Well, right it's it's startling. You're not expecting it. It's like when Marshan licked Ryan Callahan. You're just yeah. like, like, what the heck? Okay. Did he really I just understand. do that? Yeah, that's fucked up too to lick somebody, but to well, to lick spit, someone that's more like a to, taunt. To, to spit, spit on someone though. that's like you're full on disrespecting them. Like one's weird, the other it's like, you're a loser, buddy. I would lose my. Fu- it would take all three refs to hold me back if that was me, <laughs> because like I oh man just yeah no, no it's. Mm-mm. Way to be a clown, buddy. What, so, you, you nice. You like to cut little slits in your eyebrow, shave your eyebrows, look cool. You're not cool. You spit horrible, on man. people. That's You're horrible. a loser. That's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Disgusting. Ten games. Bye. Have a nice day. What else we got? <laughs> well, I also heard uh, there's a little bit of rumors that JT Miller and his massive contract could be on the move. To where? We don't know. But I guess he's in a few teams have called about him, which surprises me because of his lack of effort this year. Yeah, and we'll we'll see. But uh, I I find that very hard to believe. Mm -hmm. Who knows? He's got a massive. What is it? Isn't it nine? Something like that. Yeah, I think it's eight by nine. Something like that. Well, he's got to he's got to have that. And uh, same thing goes for uh, James Van Ramsdyke. His contract. Uh, is possibly going to be moved with the talent of his tipping ability and his kind of greasy play. He's like he's like a better neater writer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, same style of player. You know, Philly, they're out of it this year. Uh, obviously, they're trying to get good picks and retool. And uh, we'll see. Uh, there's, there's a few other players on there that have voiced their disdainment. Uh, not, not with Tortorella. They, they've liked him. But, uh, like, just the team's management style. Um, uh, one of them being Joel Farabee, who's on a good contract. You might know him. He's a good young goal scorer. Uh, if he could be moved, that would be really sad to see. Because I really, like, a few years ago, I saw Philly as being a good, like, up-and-coming team. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, like, mismanaged who they kept and who they let go. And, like, I think them getting rid of, uh, what's his name there? Oh, they sent him back to Columbus. The Russian guy. Voracek? Yeah, or no, sorry, Russian. Czech Republic. Uh, yeah, Jakub Voracek. I, I just really feel like if they kept them, you know, like kept that core him and Giroux, I'll tell you who's good on their team. TK. Travis Konechny. Oh, he yeah. is so gross. I He's... When, I, when I think of Philadelphia, though, I think of them as like, Big and 
physical and mean like you know what i mean like that broad well, because that's what you grew up with kind of thing right Legion of to, doom yeah but stuff. to me they need to get back to that be that big tough fast team that will grind you down that's what they need to be they got a good franchise goaltender so i like, hope they don't waste them you know carter hart i got like a hat i think carter hart's <laughs> running into the same situation that Carey Price. Price had. I was just, yep, yeah. it's going to be a, a middling team, uh, middle of the pack. They always squeak into the playoffs because mm-hmm. they have a great goalie. Mm. Uh, they go far maybe a couple times in their career, Carter Hart, but he always gets stuck there. It's hey, You want to know what else is funny? Is It also seems like that every time you and I get off the air, another trade or something big happens. You ever notice that? Yep. <laughs> well, I'm still reading, and uh, it looks like Detroit might stand pat at the playoffs. They feel they have a good shot uh, at making it, which they do. If there's a guy you could see them going to get to make a push for the playoffs, if there's a guy that you think that they're looking for at the deadline, who do you think Stevie's going after? Mm. Are we going to address the forwards, or are we going to address the D? I think they could go out and maybe look for like a bottom pair defenseman, improve that bottom pair. You know, like strengthen their decor. Uh, just because right now they've been slotting through like uh, Robert Hag and Gus Lindstrom, who mm-hmm. aren't that great, uh, and o- Osterley a couple times, and those guys seem like guys who might get moved just for like a couple picks, mm-hmm. and then you try to bring in a guy who's a right shot, who's good, uh, maybe like you know a Nick Jensen. Wasn't he there uh, before? He was, uh, but he got better. Uh, and Washington looks like they're kind of going to be out of it, mm-hmm. especially after sending off Orlov. Um, maybe like a Justin Braun or so, someone like that, just someone who would improve their their bottom four pair on D. Or I, I, I want them to get tough. You want them to get tough? Yeah, I want a tough defenseman. Keep the puck out of your net and just be a fucking prick to play against. I could see them maybe. Well, it'd be it'd have to be like a hockey trade. They could go get Big Logan Stanley from uh, Winnipeg, former Windsor Spitfire. But then again, they're also trying to make playoffs, so mm. it'd have to be give something, let something go. Uh, but same kind of thing uh, for the forward core. I would like to add somebody, but there's no one really young left mm. that I'd look at. Except maybe we need goals. And if the Devils aren't done, <laughs> I don't know. See, that's the thing. If the wings stand pat. So do you think Bert's off? Like he ain't going anywhere until probably. As of now, it's not. said that he's off the market. But then again, Eisman keeps his cards close to his chest. So I will say this. I could see Bertuzzi it kind of being an exchange where like, we're giving away Burt, but we're getting something back, and we're still gunning for the playoffs. There's a goal-scoring guy uh, who I love, and I think with the emergence of Tage Thompson, he's kind of lost his role in Buffalo. Uh, his name's Victor Olofsson, mm-hmm. and I really like Olofsson's shot. And if we could get him out of Buffalo and, like, send Burt, not a one-for-one, maybe have, like, Olofsson in, like, a third for Bertuzzi. I do that every day. I really like. I know Bert's like a. He's a real like gritty guy. We need That's the playoffs. We, I know. But but ultimately we need goals, and Larkin can't score every game. 
Noel might seem like it. Uh, yeah, no shit. I mean, like, he's, he's a playmaker, ultimately. Mm. Like, same with Raymond. And we really need a, a goal scorer. Like, the goal scorers in our system right now, they're not ready. And to be honest, I'll, I'll argue that in our system, we don't have one. Vrana, maybe, but Vrana's looking like one of the few guys who might get shipped out from Detroit. Because mm-hmm. they've been flashing him to teams like, hey, hey, you still okay? Like, they've been playing him intermittently just to try and bait, trade bait. But, um, yeah, I just really want a goal scorer. Like, well, maybe that Farabee from Philly. Or I want someone who's like, you know, like 23 to 27. Mm-hmm who can stick with this core, if that's what Eiserman wants to go. If this is the way he's going, like, stand pat, go with this core. If he's going, like, hey, let's be a dynasty in four or five years, then you might go get a young guy from, uh, well, if they didn't give him up to get Meyer, they're not giving him up to get Bertuzzi, but I like Alex Holtz mm-hmm. or Dallas. Uh, Dallas, I uh, really, Logan Stankoven, uh, Team Canada legend. Um Little guy, but if you watch his WHL highlights, oh boy, can he put the puck in the net? I know. I uh, want, like I said, I want a big defenseman. Well, that could come cheap, though. See, a large defenseman. I'm trying to think of maybe, maybe like if the Islanders see themselves right-handed shot. Well, keep the puck Scott, out of your net and fucking be a nail gun. That's what I want him to be. Scott Mayfield's kind of like that. Uh, and the Islanders, but they're also gunning for the playoffs. That's the problem. I, I'm trying to think of a team that's kind of... Uh, you Do you have any other topics you want to speak on? No, man. I'm fucking... Okay, I, I'm just trying to check through here. I, I want to look at the teams that are out and think of a of a D-man who we could get. Oh, we could get like a, a David Savard from Montreal. Wanna He's a big tough boy. Wanna would be real sweet. Oh. Get a guy like Wi-Fi. We're, they're not kidding. I know, but I'm, just, I'm not mean him, but I mean a guy like that. Yeah. Well, oh, well, hey, if we want to improve our decor and get a good young defenseman, he's not big by all means, like by any means. He's like 5'10, but he's good and skilled. Uh, Dante Fabro uh, in Nashville. They're selling, and there was rumors that he could be shipped out. Uh, I really like that. Unfortunately, the guy who was kind of would be cool would be Cal Foot from Tampa, right? But he mm-hmm. just got moved. So. Uh oh, St. Louis. All right, Ant. I got a proposition. So here's oh, the boy. thing for our right side. Our right side's good right now for the top four, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's the problem. This guy is getting paid like a top four demon. But if St. Louis is selling, there's been rumors they're gonna try and trade, and there's been trade interest in Colton Pareko. Okay, yeah. Uh... That's exactly what you're talking about. Yep, um <laughs> That's exactly Assistant what captain you... over there too, I believe. Yep. And like after that, I think that's pretty much it. I know there's like rumors Jake McCabe's probably get moved out of Chicago. I think that's ultimately like Toronto Maple Leafs. I like or... Pareko, man. He's perfect. He's 6'6", 228, and he's a right-handed shot. He's also getting paid a little bit much, though. What's his cap hits in the six millions, I think. But could be worse. Yeah, that's the thing, though. We got Heronic, and uh, he's emerged now as like the guy under Cider. We're good for our left side. I think our decor is good going forward. I, I think I think ultimately if Eisman were to do something, it'd be as forward like a goal scorer. You know a guy who I wouldn't mind getting? I just realized. Brock Besser. Yeah. You think we're in the market for him? I think I think Eisman's in the market for anybody. Yeah. And if you Stevie Eisman calls you, come on. 
<laughs> like, like Eisman's in the market for anyone. If it's the right trade, heck yeah. Does it help the team? Well, yeah. He's a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, uh, well, I can't say that for any other team that's out of the playoffs right now, really. But, um, yeah, there's no one who we'd really want to get because the East, it's a race. I mean, Mike Hoffman, but he's old. He's probably getting traded to a contender who is looking for a goal scorer. Anaheim? Mm, no, they're, they're, all their good players are young. <laughs> but I oh, mean... actually, uh, we could get like a guy who can play both sides of the puck. I know he's kind of a leader in Anaheim, but uh, I wouldn't mind getting him because he could like play with Cider until uh, Edmondson's ready. Is Cam Fowler? Yeah, I'd like him. Cam Fowler's good. He's not oh, yeah. big, but he lays body and he mm-hmm. he's like good puck moving defenseman. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, you you have anyone you'd you'd want to target? No, I like I'm like I said, I'm just more on more about guys on D. Like I think we should we should add another guy. Like you said, a right handed shot would be nice, but I'm all about big dudes playing defense and I'm sure and Stevie like always likes to add size too. We've got so so, well here's here's what our decor is gonna look like in five years. Okay. So uh hate to break it to everyone, but I don't think Philip Peronic's gonna be on the team then. I think I think there's a trade coming there. Uh, I think, I think he's going to Edmonton possibly as soon as this year, but we'll see. Anyway, um, I really would like to wait. What was I just saying? I just drew a blank. Their top five decor. Oh yeah. Yeah. The top six, top six. So it's going to be Edmonton cider top pair, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're going to get Wallander who is destroying the Swedish league. William Wallander right side probably I think an acquired prospect or someone Eisman trades for. And then your bottom pair, probably a guy like Albert Johansson or no, Johansson could play the right side, even though he's a left shot. So mm-hmm. Johansson and Wallander are a pair. And then bottom pair, you got Yamil and X defenseman, whatever veteran bottom pair, big guy you want. Goaltending. We're probably going to have Sebastian Kosa. As our starter, that's the hope. Uh, probably, again, just a backup who Eisman trusts. Um, maybe Huso at that point, but likely Huso will be the starter for a while while Kos mm-hmm. is the backup, like he did with Ben Bishop and Vasilevsky. Yeah. Who Vasilevsky put on a clinic. Oh, my Lord. But uh, And then our forward core probably looks like uh, ex-goal scorer, ex-centerman. Raymond. Uh, Larkin might play left wing. Casper as the center. And then ex-winger, who's a goal scorer. I don't know. I, I think our top six still has to be filled out by a lot of good forwards. I know you feel D, but I think goal scoring and forward prospects, like I think this year we're drafting our future number one centerman. I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Knowing Eisman, just because I said that, he's going to draft a big D-man like you want. So and I'm going to be like, yeah. yeah. But no, uh, well, the forward, forward, like the entire top 10 this year is pretty much forwards. Like, mm. listen, if we miss the playoffs and there's a Russian guy who drops in the draft because he's not leaving the KHL, you want to talk about goals, like 60 goal seasons? Matvey Michkov. Oh, baby, if we could get Matvey Michkov. He's a winger, 
But if we're going for centerman, give me Leo Carlson, baby. Or any... Give me guys that will fill the net. Fill the net. There's there's a lot of good man, I I'm just I'm I'm really frustrated that this is the year that we choose to be good because uh, we're gonna get a crappy pick and miss the playoffs and we're gonna lose players in UFA and we didn't get a chance to trade them. It's just mm. like a bad year to start being good because everyone in the East is good right now, minus like Columbus, which is a shocker for me. I thought Columbus was gonna be a little bit better than they are, but Sorry, Lee. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but shout out. We talked about a prospect who I said I liked with him, uh, Karel Marchenko. Mm-hmm. And he's doing incredible right now. He's got like 20 goals as a rookie. He's so good. Same with Yegor Chinnikov. You have a big enough fucking jug there or what? This guy's drinking a thing. It's like a You know bed. what? Shout out, shout out to my mom, all right? My parents went shopping stateside, and uh, she found me this nice... Under Armour. Yeah. Wow. 20 bucks. That's it. Wow. On sale. Giant jug. And it's got little uh, hooks here. So when I ride my bike, I can clip it on the back. I don't ride a bike. I'm not a 45 year old out of shape person. But <laughs> what are you no, trying, I'm to trying to say? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> no, you're not out of shape or 45. So anyway. I'm just uh, round. Rounds of shape, right? You're comfortable. Yeah. I'm teasing. A lot to love. <laughs> you're a good guy but uh well i think that's all for today yeah, anyway for shit me. i think we covered all my head kind of hurts um yeah so everybody once again um 73s oh. are getting ready to wrap up make a playoff run tristan yep. go ahead you got something i, I do want to say something uh we appreciate your support i i don't know when this is going to be uploaded but if it's uploaded before tuesday night mm-hmm. which oh no it's not going to be but close we'll we'll see the, Thank you to all those who attend the first annual Frank Mathis night. Yes. Uh, that That's going to be great. Uh, and come out and support that. Watch the 73s that night. It's us versus Lakeshore. Mm-hmm. The unstoppable force versus the immovable object. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, it's the final home game. Too bad Essex is kind of both of them. but That's also overager night, right? For like Cujo. Yes, it is. Curtis Jackson, Everett Parent. Jacob Crookshank. There you go. We only have three this year. So yeah. boom. So everybody get your ass out there. Um, until next time, and Tristan, we're signing off. We're out of here. Peace.